Welcome to Politics Done Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. Look, I heard that our brother Steve this morning had a lot of folks that were concerned about the announcement that was made about Donald Trump. Well, you know, guys, I had a topic today, or I have a topic today. The topic today is donations, philanthropy by the mega rich is anti-democratic. Okay. And the subtitle of the show is a segment of CBS this morning about Jeff Bezos donating yet another hundred million dollars gave me pause. But but the correct response by Tony Dokupul, likely the youngest panelist, gave me hope. But this show is your show. If you guys have some feelings that you want to get over about Brother Trump announcing his presidency or uh, 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 attempt to accost the presidency again, if you have some things you want to say about that, before I get into the subject, feel free to do so. 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. And hit the number two. Stuart didn't even have to tell me this time. Hit the number two and you'll get immediately on air. 713 526 5738. Do you have a question about uh, about Trump running? What does it mean? Is it the end of the world? I don't think it is. In fact, I don't think it goes. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's going to end up being a dud, to tell you the truth, but it's going to allow him to make a whole lot of money. In the process, in the house today, we also have Paul Fleming. Check- this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. In from Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome to the show, Paul. Uh, those of you in Houston, check in 713-526-5738. I am willing to go ahead and talk about Trump if that's what you want to talk about as well. If you want to talk about something else, Charlie Lindahl, welcome aboard as well. Howdy, he says. So anyhow, folks, 713-526-5738. Anyhow, we're going to talk about, uh, let me just uh, let me just go ahead and say about Trump first before I get started with the subject. I find it ironic that somebody who has been impeached twice, that somebody who the record shows has stolen monies from people in the form of creating a university that gave degrees that aren't really degrees, that created airline companies that weren't really profitable, that has been bankrupt so many times, that have been shown to be a grifter, that has shown that his hotel in Washington, D.C., was nothing more than a bribe center. In other words, other foreign officials come in there spending a lot of money so that they could get some benefits out of having been a friend of KPF, or rather a friend of Donald Trump. Well, and that, 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 that person can aspire to be president again. <laughs> the truth of the matter is that he could have ever aspired to be president at all. 
That is the height of privilege. Because I don't know of any woman that could have half as bad a record and still been president. In fact, no woman in this country has been president. Deb Denny, welcome aboard to Politics Done Right. Likewise, Roberto Luis, mi amigo de Panama. Saludos, he says, Politics Done Right at KPFT. And likewise, Linda Joe Kensinger, welcome to Politics Done Right. The online folks right now are beating our on-air folks. 713-526-5738. If you want to talk about Trump, let's kind of get it up front so we can get into some real substantive matters. So give me a call now, 713-526-5738. Anyhow, so that Trump can become potentially a president again. And it's not out of the question. If he makes it out of the Republican primary and he makes it into the general election, there are a whole lot of things that can happen. People can be fooled. People can be misled. People can be, I mean, they, they, they've been before. So therefore, what can I say? It can happen again. 713-526-5738. Okay, given that nobody wants to talk about it, let's say online on Trump, I'm going to go to the other subject at hand. Dev Dennis says, unexpected pleasure seeing you live on Facebook when I so seldom hop on the app. Good to see you. Thank you so kindly, Dev Denny, for always being a part of Politics and Right. Okay, topic. Donations, philanthropy by the mega-rich is anti-democratic. Egberto, are you crazy? They are giving away money. Isn't that a nice, isn't that a nice thing? All right. It was the subject of my substack this morning. And by the way, <clears throat> let me explain what I've started doing now. Earlier on Politics Done Right, we had a, a segment called uh, that it was called uh, Blog of the Week. That's when the program was weekly. Well, now we are almost a day. We are not almost. We are a daily program. But on KPFT Live on Air, we are Monday, Wednesday, Fridays at noon. All right. So now I have something called a our Substack, our our Monday, Wednesday, Friday Substack that will be the subject of what the program is going to be. So you can also get it online. Read it over uh, before we have the before we actually have the show. And if you, there are questions and you want to come on live and talk about it, you can as well. And the way you find that newsletter is to go to politicsdoneright.com slash. Uh, what is it? Newsletter, I believe it is. Politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter. If it's not functional right now, it will be functional. Uh, in a little bit. But anyhow, folks, so getting back to the subject, the title of the show, Donations, Philanthropy by the Mega Rich is Anti-Democratic. Is that real? And this is what I wrote. A few months ago, Jeff Bezos donated $100 million to Van Jones and Jose Andres to do whatever they wanted with the money. And yes, that is what he said. These guys could do whatever they wanted with the money. I have no problem with that because it turns out that Van Jones and Andres, uh, Andres Lop, uh, um, uh, Jose Andres, they would make good use of that money. They, they do a lot of charitable work, which is what we're talking about here. But this is how CNN reported it. They said, Jeff Bezos, the Amazon founder and world's wealthiest man, said Tuesday after lying on the edge of space that he planned to 
award $100 million each to CNN contributor Van Jones and Chef Jose Andres. Bezos said that Jones and Andres were free to do whatever they want with the money. They can give it all to their own charity, Bezos said at a press conference after his trip to space. Or they can share the wealth. It's up to them. Jones accepted the, accepting the reward said that sometimes dreams come through. You bet on me, and I appreciate it, Jones told Bezos, later adding that it was money for him give to others who have a similar spirit. Andres, who has poured his efforts into feeding those in need around the world, said that the award itself cannot feed the world on its own. But, Andres added, this is a start of a new chapter of us. All right. And the article was in that flavor, but the article never, ever tried to garner the sense of how is it that one person can choose the winners, right? Weren't we supposed to be a meritocracy, the winners of who's going to get this donation? But we're going to get into that a little bit better later. Bezos was at it again as he decided to give another $100 million to Dolly Parton. And I love Dolly Parton, folks. Dolly Parton gives away a lot of her wealth. Uh, she does it behind the scenes. She's not like Bezos and all those guys that says, hey, I'm giving $100 million to XYZ. She gives away so much money. Unless somebody finds out about it and tell you about it, you'll never know. But Bezos needed some, you know, he's laying off 10,000 people. And he's also, uh, you know, there are a lot of people who work for Amazon through third third party companies that have a lot of complaints, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So how else to build some goodwill by just saying, I'll give another hundred million dollars. And by the way, for Jeff Bezos, a hundred million dollars is chump change. That is the obscenity of the wealth for the few in this country. And this that I'm speaking about isn't wealth envy at all. It's all about fairness and how the wealth was accumulated. But we'll get to that a little bit later. Bezos was at it again as he decided to give another $100 million to Dolly Parton. CBS reported this donation as follows. And here's how CBS spoke about it. Legendary country singer and songwriter Dolly Parton has been awarded a $100 million Courage and Civility Award by Amazon founder Jeff Bezos and his partner, Lauren Sanchez. The money is to be directed toward charities that the recipient sees fit, Sanchez said Friday when announcing the award. When people are in a position to help, you should help. And I know that I have always said I try to put my money where my heart is. And I think you do the same thing, Part, uh, Bart Parton said to, Be I mean, to Bezos when accepting the grant. Parton tweeted that she would do my best to do things with the good things with the money. I have no doubt that Dolly Parton's going to do darn good things with the money. I've always been concerned that you had somebody that could give $100 million and not even dent their wealth profile. Neither one of the reports questioned why one person had the ability to anoint another with that much money. Did he really earn that money? Did his productivity make him worthy of his wealth? Absolutely not. When billionaires and super millionaires put themselves in the public eye, it is essential that we ask these questions. This is critique is not about wealth envy. 
but fairness and democracy. Again, this critique is not about wealth envy, but famous fairness and democracy. Deb Denny says, uh, if a dead politician can win an election, Tony DeLuca in Pennsylvania don't count TFG out. He's only running to stop the possible indictments, but not. But now he'll have to account for any money donated. Deb Denny also says, but of course, Best Deb Bezos had to publicize it. Chivas Watson is also in the house online. Folks, give us a call at 713-526-5738 if you'd like to join the discussion. 713-526-5738. And hit the number two to ensure that you get on air right away. Let me repeat that one more time. 713-526-5738. Let's talk about Trump if you want also, but I really want to get into this subject as well. The wealthy and the amount they give away. And first of all, why did they have the, the opportunity to have had that wealth to give away in the first place? It's something that we really must and need to understand. In my opinion, if we are ever going to thrive as a country, if we are ever going to have a real honest country where people meritorious of, of, of having have, then we have to have this conversation. We have been indoctrinated into the belief that having a great idea entitles one to, singular, to singularly use the resources of our country for the enrichment of just a few. CBS This Morning did a segment I could not be more proud of yesterday. More importantly, the youngest panelists had the most sensible response. And I wouldn't have seen this piece if my daughter hadn't come into my studio and said, Hey, Dad, there's this guy on CBS and he sounds just like you when we started to talk about wealth. Because in America, we have been programmed into believing that those people who have all those greenbacks, those people who have all that wealth, somehow they're, they're a cut above us. They're deserving. You know who also have a lot of wealth? The Coke dealer. Is he deserving? The, 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 the slave owner. Is he deserving? You know, we have to be careful about how we, how we define the worth of people. I've written several articles where I've said, in, in, in my life, the people that I respect the most are really the ones who have the most. Because it's, it's interesting that those who don't have the most, the reason they don't have the most is because they do so much for others. And if you're doing so much for others, inherently so, you're not doing as much for yourself, right? And I can give examples over example, personal examples, public examples, where what you find is when we are working for the collective, when we're working for us all, it's not about maximizing what you can attain for yourself, but what you can do to make the lives of others better, and it, it, it's a hard concept to put out there when you have a society that worships those who have, not understanding that those who accumulate, and it's not a bad thing to say, but those who accumulate, 
think about it. If you are really into it for the many, do you really get a chance to accumulate at nauseum? I don't think so. I don't think so. And again, I try to stress specifically, especially coming from yours truly, that this is not about wealth envy. This is not about envy of those who have. When you've attained a certain part of life, you realize how little, I mean, we all need money to survive and have a comfortable life. But after a certain point, what's the point? You know, on my drive into KPFT today, and and before let me stop, 713-526-5738 if you want to call in. Hit the number two to get on air, 713-526-5738. In as much as I'm talking about wealth and, and, and philanthropy and donations and giving, if you want to talk about any other subject, if you want to talk about Trump, Still feel free to call in. We will go ahead and give you your airtime. 713-526-5738. Hit the number two to get on air. As I drove in this afternoon or, yeah, this morning to KPFT with my daughter, it turns out that she was listening to our former uh, health general, or former general, uh, what do you call it? You know, the, the health health czar, the health the health czar for the United States, Pruta. Uh, uh, I don't remember his name, but anyhow, and 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 he was talking about loneliness, right? And he was talking about even as much as folks are not, you know, you can have all the money in your, uh, yeah, not Fauci, the other one. Uh, um, the other one, uh, uh, he was for. It's not for for not for Obama. I think he worked for Clinton. No, I don't, I don't remember. But anyway, he's the the general, the Surgeon General, is what it's called. Anyhow, it turns out that he was talking about loneliness, and he was the the, the topics that he brought up just prove some of the points that we talk here. That the most important thing in life is not how en- un- enriched you are, but how communicated you are how connected socially you are. And too many don't quite get that. Deb Denny has something interesting to say, and it's amazing. Most of our commentary now is coming from online, but Deb Denny says the following. It's unfortunate that those with the most difficult or dangerous jobs, firefighters, law enforcement, armed forces, et cetera, et cetera, are those with the most weighty responsibility, teachers, health, uh, come on, get away from there, healthcare, uh, workers are paid so little and those who poach from others reap all the rewards. All of that I'm going to put at the end of the newsletter here because that is very important, Deb Denny. But I wanted to read that up front because that is a prescient statement that you just made. But anyhow, let's go. Uh, We have been indoctrinated for a long time. Uh, This morning's segment on uh, CBS said the following. Vladimir uh, Duter's pointed out that Bezos' announcement coincided closely with the announcement that Amazon was laying off 10,000 employees. He could use that money to help those people, Vladimir said. And there is the question about these workers who helped him build that wealth. And then Tony Ducopil shocked me with his most prescient observation, and this is what he said. The other thing about charitable giving from these super rich billionaires and so forth is, the couple said, if you are having trouble uh, where to give it, write a check to the treasury. 
then we as a country, as a democracy, can decide how to spend it. After all, the economy was built by taxpayer dollars and government research. Ducopo then made a more profound point. When you take private assets and then you plow it into whatever you care about, the couple said, it is not really a democratic process. It's a controversial thing these days. We have richer people than ever. They have more influence than ever. Is that what we want to be doing? Vladimir Duchers, in the end, played conciliator, saying, we can say he did a good thing by giving away the money, but understanding he made it on the backs of many. He made it on the backs of many. Lee Johnson on the internet says, yep, Bezos' philanthropy is nothing but a PR stunt. But Eric Hayes takes a different position. He says, risk taken via investment by owners yield more benefits. That is a, that's a false statement. We have been programmed into believing that somehow the private sector is more efficient than the public sector. It's not true. I am not wanting to have just the public sector. I want the private sector to own the pizza shop. I want the private sectors to do all the things that the private sector does great. You know, having a lot of innovation as far as, hey, I have a new form of delivering pizzas to you. All of that is great. But for essential services, healthcare, I don't want to have to decide in healthcare when I break my leg who gives me the best bang for the buck. Healthcare should be a standard. We all have the right to healthcare. Same thing with, with being able to tr transportation, being able to get from home to work. These are things that should not be left to the private sector where somebody's making a lot of money on something you have to have, on something you must have. That is not efficiency. That is really much less efficient. And if you take a look at Medicare versus uh, regular standard healthcare, if you take a look at countries in Europe who went ahead and privatized their, their public, public transportation system, it cost it a lot more. Ask London, ask uh, 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 Munich. It cost a lot more. Anyhow, this is my commentary after, uh, after I saw the piece, right? I, I said the following, or I wrote the following in a newsletter. I admire, and I really do, I admire several billionaires for their ability to use a flawed economic system to maximize their wealth and then do good with their wealth. What is missing is that in a closed system, and our economic system is closed, don't let anybody fool you. There is a, a, our economic system grow at some predefined rate based on several different dependent variables. It grows at these different rates, but it's closed. If, if, if a billionaire gets billions, that means that others that could have made within that closed system, that money had to come from them. So here, I admire several billionaires for their ability to use a flawed economic system to maximize their wealth and then to do good with their wealth. What is missing is that in a closed system, and our economic system is a closed system, the maximization of their wealth came at the expense of wealth denied to others. 
I repeat, the maximization of their wealth comes at the expense of wealth denied to others. The billions that Bill Gates and Oprah Winfrey accumulated for themselves is wealth denied to those who created every component of their billions. All right? Uh, I've sent the engineers and scientists who created the technologies to broadcast Oprah throughout the world. She would not have attained her wealth. Yet, they are paid once as she maximized their development. Example, I am sitting in front of a microphone. Somebody designed the microphone. Somebody developed the microphone. And the engineer and the scientist who developed the technologies that allowed the vibrations from my voice to go into this microphone, that, that engineer got paid once. All right? Rush Limbaugh, who made millions, right, used that microphone. And he used that engineer and he used all these features, all these things created by others who got paid one time to make a lot of money over and over and over and over and over again, right? So that is the design of our economic system. And there, there, are, there are recourses to get that back. It's called redistribution, but we have also learned to think that redistrib- there's something wrong with redistribution as opposed to it being a moral way of saying, yes, because of different business models, some people are able to accumulate more of this wealth that, were gar- that originally were garnered by others. That's Again, there are ways to do that. One of the ways is our tax systems. Our tax systems can take into account that there should be some maximal wage, right? Some maximal accumulation from whatever you do. And then in that process, recover that to go back into your economic system to create great streets and roads and buildings. Let's look at Houston. Houston is a very, very wealthy city. Very wealthy city. Uh, We have a lot of nice skyscrapers that were built by people who got paid once. These people can't even go ahead and enjoy the skyscrapers that they built because after it's built and it looks really nice, just the people who work in there and serve others can be in there. But, you know, I I would have people call in and said, those people took risk and they built, and look at how great our freeways look and look how great these buildings look, to which I then say, you know, we build buildings and, and, and greatness that we can't eat. Those who build it can't even use. We must have a more equitable system. We need a more equitable system. 713-526-5738 is the number if you want to add to the discussion or if you want to change the discussion. 713-526-5738. So as I said... Absent these engineers that were that that actually allowed the Oprah Winfrey's of the world, the Rush Limbaugh's of the world, the talkers of the world to be on air on TV and make a lot of money. We look at these guys as stars, right? And I sit down myself, an engineer, as and say, "Wow, amazing!" You know, we had to learn uh, differential equations. We had to learn fluid mechanics. We had to learn. Uh, statics and dynamics. We had to learn all these 
things that require a whole lot of thought processing, right? And somebody goes ahead and uses the technologies that were created by the abundances of these others, right? And they make millions of it and we get paid once to do it. We love what we do. We don't need to be super wealthy to innovate, right? But the lie that is told in our society is if we change, if we change the way we compensate in this country, that somehow, that somehow uh, innovation won't occur, to which I always state, name me a billionaire that has innovated anything. Oh, well, didn't Bezos fly in, into space? Yeah, but in 1969, we, we used a computer that is less powerful than my phone to go to the moon. Not a, not a, Bezos did not even have a suborbital flight. He didn't have an orbital flight. He got to the edge of space and came down, and the media went crazy. Private sector goes into space. Well, we, the public sector, did not only go into space. We went to the moon. We went to Mars. We went to Venus. We went all over. The public sector, your tax dollars, you guys are the geniuses. You guys out there that are listening to my voice right now, it is you who are, who should be, who should be, who should be said to you guys are doing great not the few who becomes billions most of them in fact are what i've always called parasites ted let's get ted onto the air uh ted you're hot hey uh i really want to now ordinarily i'm pretty left but you uh you have really made a mistake that the there is not mm-hmm. one pie that stays the same size. Mm-hmm. The pie can grow. Yes. And innovation increases. Now, I agree they should pay more taxes. I, re- I agree that billionaires should pay more taxes. Mm-hmm. And so on and so forth. But you are really falling into a fallacy. I am so glad that you said that, Ted. Ted. When you say that mm-hmm. billionaires don't increase, you know, the innovative billionaires, mm-hmm. not the ones that inherit, yeah. uh, they come up with new ideas that, you know, create more jobs and more competition if managed correctly. Oh, now, wow. I grant you that mm-hmm. Republicans, by, you know, destroying the trust, uh, busting and various other things that they're doing are actually destroying competition but i uh ted i am so happy you called in ted Ted, i am so happy you called in are you willing to stealing money yes they are creating wealth no they're stealing money but but i'd like to pay more taxes i mean they should pay more tax ted can you entertain a conversation pay higher wages ted ted i'm glad you ted can you hear me yeah, I, I'm glad you called. First of all, thank you for calling because I, I I needed this I needed this pushback really really bad to make my case. 
because um, you, I, I think, and I say this respectfully, I honestly say this respectfully, you, fall, you have fallen into the indoctrinative trap that I fell into when I considered myself a full-fledged capitalist. Let me first tell you a little something, okay? I have uh, had a software company, developed my own software, marketed it, had uh, complete price and power, and was able to sell my software at very high prices to Boeing and several other petroleum industry, space industry, etc. Okay? So I'm not I'm not talking from a position of ignorance here. The second point that I really want to make to you here is that in well, most of my most of my knowledge is academic, but Okay. So. Sure. Let me let me continue if, if you will as I listened to you earlier. Uh, second the second point that I want to make is innovation, right? None of these billionaires innovated anything. Let me start. I know you're going to say, oh my God, blasphemy. Let me explain. Uh, Back in the 90s, right? I uh, wanted to create a shopping cart pro application. I'm a software developer, engineer, etc. I wanted to develop an application. And I started to do a patent search just to be sure is what I suggested that I do. And I realized that Jeff Bezos, okay, patented something called one click and by the way you can look all of the everything that i say on air please corroborate it yourself with your own research jeff bezos patented one click what jeff bezos did with one click is froze me out and many hundreds if not thousands of other software developers out of what he now has become Amazon. We were creating a platform. Many of us had that idea. He didn't innovate to create Amazon, what made him his wealth. What he did was freeze many people out of the market. That's why if if you read my book, as I see it, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom, I go through the entire process of how the patent system has been used to really, you know, uh, which is a part of our economic system to freeze people out. All right. Now, that said, if you look at innovation. Okay, I agree with you. We need more competition. Okay, good. I'm, I'm glad we're getting somewhere, sir. Now let me continue. But again, no, but let me finish. I'm not, not a limited amount of money. Actually, I, I don't think I ever said there was a limited amount of money. What I did say is that our economic system over over decades have been grown at let's say an average rate of two to seven percent. Okay? And in that growth rate, if those people who are in the capital domain, if their grow if their rate of growth is let's say seven to ten to twelve percent per year, and the economy is growing at two to three to four percent per year, it means that that money out of that pie, even though it's a growing pie, they are taking a larger share of that pie. And if they're taking a loud, a, a larger share. Which would share, be remedied by higher taxation. I, see, what I'm trying to say, Ted, is the following. There is so much that you're going to realize that you're in agreement with me on, but because of the way I am saying it, because my... my I agree with you, my, but I don't. You implied that Yes. People are stealing a, from a limited That's, number of resources. I am, and that was a wrong imply. Of, that was a wrong. If, if I, if I, if uh, somehow it came out that way. The process of innovation. So, for example, you know, the fact that we have cars mm-hmm. instead of horses, mm-hmm. as in 
has uh, increased the size of the economic pie. Of course. Of course. I don't deny that at all. But guess what? Guess what, Ted? Let's look. The, the biggest innovator in these times have been the, the realization of the Internet. And that Internet wasn't created by a whole bunch of billionaires or people who maximize on billionaires. It was created by DARPA. Okay? And, in, 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 and said creation was done by you and me and all of us who paid taxes. We are the ones who did the work. And after the work was done, somebody decided how to capitalize on the work that was designed. So they didn't innovate. They, they, they capitalized on it. And we have to learn to, dif- to differentiate the word capitalization and innovation. Because those who innovate, engineers, en- scientists, these guys are paid, like I said, once. Well, and the reason I use... how to apply it commercially. Right. And that's what engineers do. Actually, it wasn't Bessos who did that. Engineers... And by doing that, usually they, they improve the uh, efficiency and... I agree. And they make it more available to more people. I agree. Give them something they want. I agree, sir. I mean, there's no disagreement here. What's the disagreement here is that... What, what the capitalist system has done is it has tied having those who are accumulating the worth of others into somehow if that if we don't if we don't apply that paradigm that somehow innovation ceases. And my contention is that no. Innovation doesn't cease by not having billionaires. In fact, because billionaires don't create innovation. Innovation, I, I, let me tell you, I would stay in my office Don't and innovate, paid or not. The fact that, billion, that billionaires are trying to get in space, that that's going to increase the number of ideas no. on how we're going uh, I think, to I, I think that get, has already proven. Space more effectively? No, I think I've already been proven right there. Let me, give an, let me tell you why I have been proven right. What Bezos is doing is reinventing what uh, I worked for NASA back in the, in the 90s. What he is doing is way with, with prettier equipment, but it's way behind what we did on the space station project. What we did, on, well, I wasn't with the Apollo. I was too young then, but for the Apollo project, all these things have been done before. He is just recycling things that we know work already. In other words, what's the, what he's doing is creating a, an avenue for rich people to go to space, etc. But everything that these guys have done, we've already done it and done more with taxpayer dollars and innovation done by engineers on government salaries. And that's what I'm saying. It's, it's how it's marketed like, oh, the private sector into space now. And I'm sitting down twiddling my fingers, Brother Ted. I'm saying, wait a minute. We did that with a computer that is less powerful than my cell phone. And, and, it's, and what happens is how we market things. It, it's the same. He invents a market. Say that again. He's, mar- he's inventing a market. Yes, he is. That, none of, that neither you I and mean, I can I take advantage of. I agree with you that billionaires are getting over on us and that by protecting them, especially inherited wealth, yes. like 60% of the wealth. Mm-hmm. They are reducing innovation, but mm. I'm saying that we Sir. need more. I don't see any problem with having a private sector innovate, coming up with ideas. I have no problem either. Sector. 
I have no problem with that either. And that is where, and, and, and this is the reason I wanted to have the conversation. Once you said what you said, I wanted this conversation. Because, because of how we've been taught in school about economics and we've been talk about, talk, taught about our economy, a lot of times when I say certain things, it's like, that is such a left-wing thing. You communist, you social. No, that's not it at all. For me, it's all about fairness, right? Yeah. I'm pretty left wing. Right. But it, for me, it's about fairness. It's about fairness and fairness. And uh, it, it irks me that so many Americans do so much. You get, you know, they, they make you believe that Americans are lazy or a certain group of Americans are lazy. I ask folks to do one thing. Go to any community at seven in the morning in Houston, Texas. And you'll see people hustling at the bus stops, people on the roads, everything. Americans are very, very hard workers. Yet the billionaires, as soon as they are going to make a tad bit less, they have no problems. Bezos had no problems releasing 10,000 people as opposed to saying, uh, but then giving away $100 million to make it look cool. And, And until we... Until we stop adulating, until we stop looking at these guys as something special or benevolent and look for them as what they really are, parasites, and and really, they are parasites, until we learn how not to feel bad calling them parasites. You know, in other words, sometimes it irks you. When I say billionaires, parasites, you I don't know if they're totally parasites. They're not totally, but they're... There are some parasitic properties. But anyway... Yes. I got to go. All right, nice look. talking to you. Thank you very much for calling in, sir. You have a great day. Anyhow, um, I'm, I'm glad that Ted called in. And if, if you notice that conversation with Ted, you notice that we are able to clarify quite a bit. And by the way, folks, give us a call. 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Deb Dennis says, just listen to what Egberto is saying. He lived a similar situation. He has personal experience that is not unusual to the public market. Musk didn't create Tesla. He was merely an investor who took over and claimed their work. And that is what, you know, we ended the conversation with Ted talking about parasites. You know, we tend to look at good businessmen and and look at it with adulation as opposed to what Deb Denny just said. We're looking at parasitic behaviors. Anyway, I I continued with the newsletter uh, before Ted finished was the following. Bill Gates bought an already developed product and licensed it to IBM. Again, let me let me repeat. Bill Gates, Bill Gates developed a product called, uh, or rather, he bought a product called uh, PC DOS. Then it was I don't remember what it was called. It was not CPM, but some variant of CPM, right? And he didn't. He didn't. He bought it from somebody, which means that person got paid once. But what did Bill do? Bill went ahead and s- licensed that product to IBM. All right, William, come on in, William. Come on in uh, on one. What do you need to say? I wanted to, you know, I just came online. My brain finally came online. Okay, let me hear what your brain is telling you, William. Well, the word that you were fumbling with today is you're fighting for the commons for people. Of course I'm fighting for the commons. Absolutely so. And folks, for those of you who we accidentally dropped, please give us a call back at 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. We accidentally dropped you. We're sorry. Go ahead, uh, William. Yeah. Uh, 
I wanted to talk about uh, a whole bunch of stuff, but my, my brain just kind of kind of took a little bit. But uh, this Trump thing. Okay. I mean, to, to people like yeah, in our community, I consider I'm in your community, you're mine. I mean, the guy's a grifter. He's a hypocrite. And uh, most of these people that support Donald Trump, if you look at the people that stormed the Capitol, those are the people he trained when he had his first reality show, which was uh, the WWF. Yes. He knew he had them people locked up and tied. I mean, that's a comedy. If, if, he, if he thought them people could take over the country, it's like, ah, are you kidding me? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it just goes on and on. And, well, look, William, I am, I am with you there uh, that, uh, uh, you know, yes, you're, you're right. Uh, but you know yeah, what? We you are. Know, I, I, got, I got down on uh, what's the, the person today earlier for spending so much time on Donald Trump because he, he, that's the only reason he got elected with Hillary is because everybody was bombarding everybody with him. Right. Well, you know what? And it was all nonsense. You got that right, William. But William, we have the... the, 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 the thing. Yes, real quick, William, because uh, our lines are filling up. Limbaugh. Okay, he was being paid by these Republican fund, you know, uh, you know, organizations a million dollars a year. Right. right. From the beginning. To be a bombastic idiot. Okay. Well, look, let me, tell, let me tell you, William, I got to go to Roberto now, but thank you for calling in, William. Roberto, come on in. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, uh, first of all, uh, good evening, everybody. And um, I'm glad to be with the Politics Done Right with KPFT. Uh, Mr. Egberto, um, I like how that you define uh, those two uh, things that you was talking about about billionaires versus uh, engineers being the creator. And there is a difference. And that's why um, the way that you handle that, uh, I think it, it brings it more uh, crystal clear on the table of who are the creators, which are the engineers, and who are the billionaires that's buying their product and how that they get rich off of something that was created and the person that uh, was uh, that did created it, all they get is just that pay that one time fee. Exactly. So, uh, uh, that is uh, Roberto. That is exactly what I was trying to put out there. Right in that, that it's a flaw in our economic system, brother. It's a flaw it in the system, and 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 redistribution is the solution. But we've so learned that somehow redistribution is bad. Collecting taxes to redistribute it's not bad. It's the only way to save the economy from what's happening right now, which is. It's all our monies are going to just a few people because of the design of a, a flawed design of our economic system. Yes, sir. Well, uh, again, thank you for uh, making that uh, that point very crystal clear because I really think that uh, everyone needs to understand uh, how does the economy works and how a flamboyant uh economy works by other billionaires well look my brother i i, I thank yeah. you so kindly for calling and keep calling keep listening keep sharing all right 
Okay, thank you. Thank you, okay. brother. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to Lisa. Come on in, Lisa. Lisa. I just wanted to let you know that I agree with you a thousand percent. Oh, what happened? Oh, my God. Lisa, uh, you got cut off somehow. Please call back. I want to hear what you have to say, Lisa. Please call back. 713-526-5738. Lisa, call back. I really want to hear uh, your explanation as well. All right, let's go to Brad, and then uh, Lisa would probably come back then. Come on in, Brad. Well, I don't want to say that I... uh Support you a thousand percent. If you do, you'll hang up on me. Just like you did, Lisa. Uh, no, 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 no. Lisa was an accident, and I want Lisa to call back. I hope she's listening. And Lisa, call back. It was an accident. Well, go ahead, my brother. Okay. Um, you know that in the election, Democrats picked up a, a speech, right? Yes. And did you know that uh, more people voted? Republicans vote than Democrats? Yes, I do. As, as, of, as of now, the, the, the Republicans have a four point something percent advantage in the amount of people that have voted for Congress, not in the not in the totality, but for Congress, more Republican Congress has received more Republican votes. And guess what? Guess who's going to be uh, guess who's going to be controlling Congress? The people who voted the most for Congress. Right. Yes. So there's yes. is there something wrong with that? No. Now here's the reason, here's the thing I'm calling for. Um, yes. How many? Almost all the judges that won were Democrats, correct? Uh, except five. Yes. Here, I'm sorry, I'm here in Harris County, we're just talking about. Yes, except five of them. Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, it was about fifty-five Democrats, five Republicans, approximate. Yes. Do you know the ones? That lost. Do you know why they lost? I didn't do my research on that, so if I told you I did, I'd be lying. So tell me why that you found out. Well, this is my hypothesis. Okay. Okay. And I wrote it down because I was curious. Why did so? Go ahead and say it, so because I'm running low on time. Okay. So tell me right away, yeah. Brad. All right. For District One Eighty. Uh huh. You had the Democrat whose name was Tessian Jones. Okay. The 183rd, the Democrat was Jamal Haynes. The uh-huh. 189th, uh, even though the, the Democrat won, barely, it's the closest one. Her name was Tamika Kraft. Okay. And then the other three, the Democrat was Ronisha Bowman, Portia Natasha Brown. I think Joelle I know where you're going, but so tell me where you're going. I think I know where you're going. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, people who voted for, a handful of people who voted for Democrats ended up voting for the Republican because of stereotypical black name. I, I, you know, let me tell you something, all right? That has crossed my mind, but without evidence as a, as a responsible host, I didn't want to say that. But, uh, you, you know, I, I, I did notice that in, in yeah. before. So thank you yeah, for... Now, who did it? You, can't call, you can't say it's the evil white Republicans because they were already voting Republican. Right. And I don't think it was the white Democrats because they're progressive and they're beyond that crap. It had to be a handful of Hispanics or Asians. Well, I'm, I'm not going to say that because I don't know that. But Brad, I appreciate your call. And please keep listening and tell folks about us. And you keep calling when you have something to add to the discourse like you did today. All right. All right. Lisa, come on in again. And sorry for losing you. Come on in, Lisa. I think there you go. How are you? I'm great. Great. I am so glad that you are young and woke. 
I agree with you 100%. I used to be a, well, I'm still a paralegal, but I used to work in intellectual property. Uh And I know for a fact that if an inventor or an engineer makes a product and it's something that's really good, the billionaires, et cetera, will find a way to take you out. Right. For example, the Tucker car. We would not have to buy a car every year, every two years, had we used his invention. But you know, you've seen the documentary. He was shut down by the major car company. Yes. There was a young man who built a car a few months back that ran on water. He was shot dead. Now he was given poison in a restaurant and murdered. Let me tell you. As far as for the bigot that just called in about the Waukesha, Shanika name, tell them that there are intelligent people like me who voted on a Democratic ticket because we are sick and tired of the racist Republican Party cheating, killing, and making what's wrong right. Let me, let me just defend the guy that just called. I think what he wanted to say is that he realized himself, and, and this is something that I saw, the names of the judges that, that, uh, that lost, he was trying to say that their names were uh, characteristically, distinctively names that are more generally as uh, black folks have. That's what he was trying to say. He, he wasn't trying to but say that's what wrong. he did. No, no, what? No, 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 no. Let me explain what what he's trying to say because I don't. I think what he was trying to say is that there is a problem culturally in the state that somebody's name can cause them to lose a job. And he was talking about the five judges that lost, and he voted for the five judges that lost. You see what I'm oh, saying? Oh, okay. My, my yeah. misunderstanding. Yeah. So I mean, no, he was he he uh, he is not he's he's he was trying to say no 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 no. Uh, you know, it's a shame that your name can cause you to lose a job. And you know, I've well, had this sort unfortunately, my name is Lisa, and I'm American Indian, African American, and white. Yeah. And during the 1980s, we went through a stage where people wanted to just make up names, and it <laughs> yes. has cost us. I'm yeah. sorry. Don't no, you're right. Lisa, Lisa, you're right, because even now, sometimes you hear some names, and like, okay, <laughs> but whatever. I, I know, and it's a disgrace. Well, I, I won't call it a disgrace, right? Because names are names are names, right? I tried, I, you know, in my... No, names, no. Names yeah. mean something. Yes. And yeah. when somebody can look at your name, like the gentleman Brad said, and Brad, I apologize, they look at your name and they can say definitely... Yeah. Oh. There is a problem. Yeah. Now, now let me tell you, I, I, I don't have much time left, Lisa, but um, like I said, I, I, I live the life that says to each his own. But I, again, when you take your own, sometimes you have to take the hits that comes with your own. So, uh, so, so that's where I'm at. But look, I, I appreciate you calling. Please, uh, are you a, a regular listener of KPFT or did you just kind of stumble oh, on yeah. us? Oh, young man, I have been following you since before you had the radio show and you were just on there giving away prize. <laughs> well, great. I'm so glad you're here with me again, Lisa. Thank you so kindly. I, I, I do appreciate that, my dear. Stay woke. Right. You have a wonderful rest of your, your day, rest of your week, and your weekend, all right? Yes, sir. You too. Thank you, folks. Uh, hey, let me tell Bye. you. Thank you, Lisa. All right, folks, let me really finish the newsletter. And by the way, I tested that it's working. Go to politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter. 
politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter so that you can read this one that we are coming with. I've got three more minutes, so let me finish it real quick. Bill Gates bought an already developed product and licensed it to IBM. That was the genesis of his uh, propulsion to becoming a billionaire. He licensed his purchase product to IBM while the person he bought it from got paid once. Is he more productive? No, it is an economic system with structures that favor a few of the invited. After all, the biggest fallacy is that America is a meritocracy. This subject is the topic that we have to keep at hand. America is not a meritocracy. If you want to get into the club, you must be invited. Look, guys, as a software developer, I can tell you we can make all of us can do well, sort of well or whatever, but to get it get into the big leagues, to get into where you're making the multi-millions, whether it is stock broken, whether it is uh, corporate executives or whatever, you must be invited. We are we have never, ever, ever been a meritocracy. We have never been something where the best is the ones who win. And the thing about it is in our business system, in our economic system, you don't have to be the best. You just have to be connected. We have to learn. We have to learn as to not be indoctrinated into a system. And the only way we can change the system, the only way we can make sure that all of us are they are, are, are succeeding based on our merits is to learn it, to understand it and do something about it. And I'm going to make a, a quick pitch here for uh, if you go to kpft.org and, uh, and, and donate, uh, we, there's an option where you, uh, I have a book called As I See It, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right Wing Doom. If you get that book, KPFT gets it. All right. They, they actually make a bit more to keep us on air, to keep us alive. Check that out, because a lot of these things that we discuss from patents on, we do it. We do it. We do it. Seven one. Oh, I can't say seven one three anymore. We are almost done. We only have like 30 seconds or so left. 30 seconds left. So, so folks, again, I thank you so kindly for listening. I ask you so kindly to tell folks about our programming. Tell folks that we're back on air. Let folks know that we have a lot of good stuff coming their way or coming your way because we are here to serve you. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.